What is up? Hello. It's been so long. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna get going I'm again. You're just gonna keep singing. I'll keep talking while you bake your cake over there. <laughs> Why do I feel like I'm in a musical suddenly? I feel like I'm in Little Shop of Horrors specifically. Oh, I was trying to um, I feel remember like songs. From you're gonna chop me up and, and throw me. I was trying to, but all I can think is like into a plant. Songs. We're not gonna pay last year's rent, this year's rent, next year's rent. Ooh. Rent, rent, Ooh. rent, rent, rent. You're, you're doing, <laughs> you're doing daily, <coughs> you're doing daily music videos, peeps? Is rent. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not helping my voice for sure. Is that from Ren? Did you not hear the 36 Rens I just sang in a row? <laughs> rent, rent, I thought rent, you rent, said rent, you were talking rent. about Reefer Madness. I was, but I couldn't remember songs from Reefer Madness. So you oh. just went into a song yeah, from Ren. Yeah, I did. That was the one okay. I could think of. Hey, guys. Welcome to the podcast. My I'm name is Keith Batista. I'm Megan Tonjes. <laughs> and we're... You know that already. Yeah. If you don't, I, where, what fucking rock you been living under? Because hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I was... Uh, okay, listen. Reefer Madness. Oh, girl. That's one of my favorite... Movies. Shall I read some of our most recent iTunes reviews? Yes, you may. These are uh, five-star reviews uh, from our little BBs who decided to rate us on iTunes. Goddamn right. Feel so inclined to do so yourselves, uh, feel free and let us know what you think. Uh, this is the most recent from February 22nd. Okay. Depop Aholic. Ooh. Subject constantly cackling. Yes. Body. This hand. <clears throat> so <whoop. laughs> a little puberty on that This ass. is hands down my favorite podcast that I listen to. Wow. I've been a BB for about two years now, and I am just so in love with this podcast. Wow. Megan is hilarious, witty, and so talented. <gasps> God, it's, it's a struggle to say those words. Margo. Margo's like, wait, I'm waiting to hear about me. Oh, and Margo is the most <gasps> precious, beautiful angel princess oh I've ever God. seen. There she is. <laughs> and then she ends it with, Keith is okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Margot laying where her bed should be to let oh. me know passive aggressively that I fucked up. Maybe she just likes the cool floor, girl. She doesn't like the cool floor. Oh, 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 you <laughs> oh. Oh, no. Hit her. She'll Bitch. lay on it. She might lay on it. No. Nope. Damn it. You disturbed her. Next yeah. one is a five star review. Okay. From Amanda. Oh. Lovely Mamantages. Is a subject, sorry. Uh, lovely Mama Tom, just Daddy Keith and Precious Baby Margo. Hey, love you both. Yeah, she's getting in her bed upside I down, girl. I fucking knew she'd do it. Hey, girl, she lies on fucking... She sometimes sleeps on her pee-pee pad. She'd lie on a pile of bricks, girl. Like, she just would oh, do Oh, she got scared. Okay, continue. Hey, love you both. Wish it was more frequent. You got me on my toes every time you post. I mean, how much more frequent could it be, bitch? I put out two it's a week. twice a week, girl. Goddamn. I mean, if you want to start... If we... If, listen... If all of a sudden the Patreon blew up, like if we were making, girl, if we were making like 30000 a month, you and I would podcast every morning. Correct? What? I'm sorry, what? If all of a sudden the Patreon blew up <laughs> and we were making like 30000 a month, you and I would podcast every morning. Oh, it would be a live stream oh, daily. Oh, it would be every I'd day. I'd wake up, get we would coffee, literally, we'd We would sit actually down just have cameras in the walls. And bullshit. I'd <laughs> yeah. have to do some work though. We'd have to come up with like content. That's true. But, like, let's just pretend that we were making money off of the basis of how adorable we currently are with little to no difference. Yeah. And no budget put into it. Now, let's imagine that with 
$15,000 a month each. Yeah. And all we got to do is wake up in the morning, get coffee, 10 a.m., sit down, do an hour podcast. Do an hour. And then Maybe literally two. get high and touch ourselves watching fucking Have video Have a guest games. come on, you know? I'd Uber someone out if I were making $15,000 a month. <laughs> get someone to edit everything. Wow. This is why you got to share the Patreon. Yeah, Patreon. so guys, you got to really share that shit for us so we can like, just like live. We need to blow up because straight up, <laughs> we listen. Blow up. We need to glow up. We need why to are you promoting other people up. with your views and your time when you could just promote us with money? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your ears. Or Sorry, just like, Freudian. It was a slip. It was a slip. It was a slip. I meant your ears. <laughs> I was going to say like, you know, share it, tweet dollars. it out, girl. Girl, got, you know. Yeah, but like if if it, the choice comes between because then we could get start getting the sponsors, bees, sponsorships. If the choice comes between a retweet and a dollar, I'm always gonna choose the dollar. <laughs> That's a tough question for me, bees. Yeah, fair. Well, give Keith your retweets and give me your dollars. There you go. There we see. It's a family. Shall I read any more reviews? Oh, yes. Or should we move on Are to there questions? more? Yeah, let's do more. We got like maybe, we'll just finish out February. This is from February 11th. <laughs> and I can't wait to see what y'all are writing for March. This is from question mark, question mark, question mark, smiley face, question mark, question oh. mark, question mark. Ooh, aggressive. BB for BBs is the <laughs> subject. Dear Daddy Keith, Mama Tanjas, and beautiful baby Margo, I've yeah. been on a journey of living my best life and it came and it and became in love with the podcast. I love it. I've been watching Mama Tanjas for years and decided to do to do a good thing for myself and began listening. Every Sunday I get excited as hell for a new episode, which makes my <laughs> weekly chores enjoyable. Keep up the good work and invest in local mothers. Peace, BB Carmi. I love it. What up, Carmi? I'm looking at our Reddit right now, too. Oh, shit. You go to reddit.com slash r slash roommate pod. I'm a little fucked up right now, so that was very hard to say. Yeah, you barely got through it. That was like an aggressive amount of R's. You hacked your way through that jungle, girl. An aggressive amount of R's. Um... Ooh, what do they say? Are you going to say something? Yeah, no, I was reading and then I forgot (laughs) that I have to say things out loud. I don't know if you remember our last episode where we were talking... Ooh, Discord, that's what I want. ...fucking about relationships. We got a message on our Reddit from Milady Who, who said, LOL, they read my Buffy email. Also, <laughs> also... <laughs> they read my to, Buffy email. My Buffy email. Way to out yourself, Milady Who. Also the, question be- <laughs> also, the question before that is so complicated. I think this was about the, um, remember there's like the gay couple and the guy is texting that girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like really shitty. Uh, she said, if I were the husband, I would want to know and would feel angry if everyone knew but me. Yeah, fair. I get that. Yeah, yeah I mean, that, yeah. I, I do feel like the husband should know. Yeah. But then it's like yes. when you tell the husband, you have to understand that you are accepting the consequences of that, which is the trade-off for your friend knowing this thing is that your other friend is going to be pissed at you and the friend that you told may have some weird yeah. reactions to you. and like the you. longer you wait... Honesty comes with a price. You know, like... Ooh. Please believe honesty definitely comes with a price, and it usually is at the cost of the person that tells the truth. That was deep. Yeah, that fucked me up, girl. I'm just trying girl, to solve you were, Discord You were right in a now. trance. Holy shit. Just lost in I've never seen in the you ether so of your focused, words, girl. girl. I just feel like I'm, I have 
told a lot of truths in the past. It doesn't always work out. And so now I tell truths when I, when I need to. And otherwise, I just mind my goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> that's something you learn in your 30s. Yeah. In your 20s, you're like, everyone needs to know everything all the time. In your 30s, you're like, yeah. I don't even, you in can't. 20 years, I hope I don't even know half these people. So <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's speed up the uh. fucking pro. I can't, you know what the greatest way to, to thin out your friend group, girl? Time. Just give it fucking time. Yeah, I guess. Or move away. Yeah, I mean, that also helps. I mean, my graduate, friends still talk to me, girl. Graduate. Yeah, I know. I mean, I talk to my friends sometimes when I but want to. my friends to. aren't online as much as, like, that is true. my online friends, you know? That is true, girl. You my best friend, though, Biebs. Uh, what? Uh, someone said, oh, I mentioned BB of the day. How do BB of the day in my videos? And, and uh, Milady Who. Milady Who, who's killing the fucking game over on Reddit, by the way, nerds. Get the fuck on it. <laughs> yeah, nerds. You fucking nerds. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, oh my god. god, it's like I came full circle. I get to be an adult on the internet to call out a bunch of people fucking nerds when I am a nerd, <laughs> and I love it. Listen, you fucking nerds. Milady Who, that's my next podcast. That's my solo podcast. Listen, you fucking nerds. Listen, you fucking nerds. Milady... That's a great name for a podcast. <laughs> and it just uh... anger everyone. <laughs> Milady said, Keith doesn't know about BB of the day. Fake fan. SMH. Yeah, I ain't, no, I ain't a fan. He don't, he's not a fan. I literally have to sometimes I'm when a he casual sits down, fan. he gets comfortable. I just turn my own video on so that he yeah. sees something that I've done in the past <laughs> fucking six years. I like him to remember who I am, so he fears me. Um, Girl, I got a long-ass question with the subject. I am at a complete loss of what to do. <gasps> Let's go. Well, what were you going to say, though? Oh, I don't know. I clicked on something called... I have no idea. <laughs> oh, a lethal, a lethal burn from the roommate. And it just says, right after dropping the boys off at the pool, the empty roll gleams an epic burn from the roommate. No toilet paper in sight. Literally, what am I supposed to do now? I think this is the person that got fucking lost. What the fuck are you reading? I think someone got lost and is asking us a problem a per- about like wrong. they pooped in their roommates there and they don't have toilet paper and what to do. Oh. I think someone got lost and thought this was actually like an advice situation for roommates. And it's oh. not. Which I guess that makes sense with the name, huh, girl? Yeah. Wow. I Did guess we fuck they, up? Wow. Wait. Or maybe they just think it's literally Wait, like on. adventures and roommating, hold like stories about on. being a roommate. Did we just go four years in a podcast not realizing that we should have guests on talking about their worst roommating situations? I guess. Did we just miss the point of our own title for four years? I mean, I don't want to only talk about just no, roommate either. stories. But you know what? We should, uh, we should, when we start having some guests on, we should ask them, like, give us, like, a, what's, the, what's, like, the best roommate, worst, best or worst roommate you've ever had? Yeah. yeah. Just, like, a little, it's a little, I don't know the term. It's a little thing that we all do. I mean, I've been living with this piece of shit for the past six years. And let me tell you something about him that really grinds my gears. (laughs) (laughs) Awkward. Love it. Uh, We should have, we should have like a show where we bring roommates on and then you and I mediate their problems. I mean, that's what we do in the emails. (laughs) That is true. I guess that involves less people coming to my house and that makes me happier because I don't have to wear pants. Yeah, just write us. Oh yeah, just write us. Or send us. Or maybe we should send like topic ideas for each episode now. No, that's, first of all, I'm not doing anything. Next week we're going to talk about souffles. No, we're not. I want you all to write in about your favorite souffle. Listen. What the fuck is a souffle? Here's here's where and we'll why meet we should halfway. care. Why are you holding we'll, my hand? Here's where we'll meet halfway. We can ask them questions at the end of podcast that they have to answer for the next one. About souffles. Not about souffles. 
just whatever question that ties in with what we've been talking about that might be funny. Then they answer in the next one. That well, I'm way, always going to bring up that souffles way, now. That way we hashtag get to souffle. Hashtag draw Keith <laughs> as the top of a souffle. Listen, burn his face on the top of a souffle. You are artsy. What is a souffle? I don't know. It's it involves a, fire. It's a fun word to say. But listen, say. the greatest thing about Roommate Pod is how absolutely fucking random it is. Yeah. Stream <laughs> of is, consciousness to a T. It is tea. the most... Girl, If I when I go to therapy, I'm going to drop off 277 episodes of my life and be like, listen to this. Then you tell me what you think's wrong. Because this is legitimately where I am the most honest mm. <laughs> about everything. Like a lot of the conversations here lead to me making YouTube videos or something because oh. it's like it started here as a as I a want thought. royalties. I'm not giving you royalties. <laughs> I give you the presence of my fucking dog, this queen who's by the way, I threw a bed at her and she's sleeping on the top of it and it's Margo. upside down. Margo, she come doesn't here. know who you are. She's comfortable. Yeah, she don't give a fuck. Oh. This morning I tried to get her to come oh. to me. Oh, and she go roll back. No, she's just gonna lay down. This morning I tried to get her to come to me. And she refused. She just kept, she wouldn't even look at me. And I literally took the blanket and I pulled the entire blanket to me. So she, at the end of the bed, I took her, brought her to the front. And then she got up and she walked away again when I've already brought the blanket back. You're not paying attention to me. No, I'm not. This... Are you done? Yes. What were you, what were you saying? When we... Fuck. For those <laughs> of you who didn't listen to our previous podcast, you're not a real fan. Get the fuck off this episode and go back. Will make a lot more sense if you go back and listen. All right. So this first question. Oh, for those of you who don't know, we have a website. It is adventuresandremaining.com. You can send True. a question to us via a form on the website. You can remain anonymous this way. <laughs> the website. The website. <laughs> uh, the alternatively, you can send us email directly to roommatepod at gmail.com. You know what? Or you could also start a thread on our, on our Reddit, okay? Reddit.com oh, slash r slash I think I just got into Reddit. All right, good. I think it happened. Check it, check it every time. I'm checking it. I'm here. I'm on I'm Reddit I'm on the duty. Discord, girl. Oh, my God. They all, these are such weird <sighs> names. Subject. Me would be so confused. I am at a complete loss of what to do. Okay. Dear Megan, Keith, and baby Margo, thank you for reading this. I love you guys, and I really hope you can afford some word. Offer some words of advice. Okay. I want to apologize in advance for how long this this may, but you guys are the only people I feel can help me. Oh, God, no. we're like superheroes, oh my girl. God. You know, sometimes I realize the gravity of our power. <laughs> feel free to say my name, which is Nikki. Okay. I am 33 and live in England, and I feel at a complete standstill in my, standstill in my life, mm-hmm. and it is really getting to me. I have been in my current job in retail for, for over 10 years, mm-hmm. and let's just say that's been probably five years too many. I got the job straight out of university so that I could earn some money and start paying back loans, etc. The job is not fulfilling anymore, and it doesn't help that other parts of my life are a joke as well. I still live at home, pathetic I know, mainly because I cannot afford a place of my own, and my small town isn't the nicest place to move into a house share. I have lost contact with people I grew up with, went to university with, and feel completely alone. My phone number never seems to ring, and part of the and apart from the casual hello on social media, I never really meet up with anyone. And my only outlet for social interaction is when I go by myself to gigs because music means pretty much everything to me. Re- I recently had two weeks off from work in which I was aiming to look for work, but I but just got frustrated because I have no clue of what I want to do. What would you go to school for? Would be my one question. True. Um, 
I just end up getting angry at myself for not making enough effort. I know that my life won't change unless I'm willing to do something to change it. Um, it just seems to me that I am stuck and I have no idea what to do next. At 33, I thought I would be settled into a job I love, but I'm at a, but I am at a complete loss. My personal life is a joke. I have never been in a relationship and I've rarely dated. I always have a low opinion of myself and feel like I'm not what any guy needs. There would always be a prettier and better women uh, than me out there, so why would they bother with me? The last guy I fell for was an old friend that I worked with in California 10 years ago as a camp counselor. Uh, we met a couple of years back when he was over from Australia visiting the UK. We met up a few times and began to develop feelings for him. I told him via text how I felt about him and the nicest possible way he friend-zoned me, and I haven't bothered to make the effort since to meet anyone new. This is uh, compounded further by the fact that everyone else in my family is married, has kids, and has settled down. This... the. This aren't things that I necessarily these aren't things that I necessarily crave. I would just like to feel like someone cares about me and w- would be there for me if I needed them to be. I always thought that I didn't mind being single and independent, but it's beginning to get to me. I used I used to self-harm. Uh, I stopped over eight years ago, but the thought of it is beginning to creep back into mm-hmm. my head. I went to a very dark place back then and nearly took my own life. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the whole time I'm reading is I'm like, well, you have to go talk to someone. Yeah. Uh, I managed to somehow pull myself out of it, and I'm so scared that I'll find myself back there. I'm sorry for the rather heavy email, uh, but I have been feeling like this for months. I have no one to talk to. Any words of advice would be immensely appreciated. I love your podcast so much. It has helped me get through some really bad times, and I don't know if you know ever know how grateful I am for that. Thank you, Nikki. Can I tell you the first thing that comes to mind? Well, I know, I know what you're going to say, which is therapy. Talk, finding someone to talk to that's objective and all of this and mm-hmm. all of that. But for short term or long term, but the, some, the thing that you can do the quickest, I would love to see you, whoever you are, get more involved in the BB community. Because I really feel like, like not to sit here and promote our thing, not that at all, but like I really do feel like some of my, the greatest joy I get from, or I get is from talking to a lot of these people online that all seem to follow the same people and like me and Nikki and Keith and like just have like really good friendships. Like that's the coolest thing I always see is my, the BBs from here and the BBs from my stuff. Like they become friends online. And when I think of like the best friends that I have, they're legitimately people I met who are interested in the same stuff on the internet. Like all of, including Keith, like Mm -hmm. when I, Nikki, Um, pretty much everyone that I know on the internet, Ava, these are all people that legitimately we just started as friends that watched the same people and did the same thing online and lived thousands of miles away from each other. And then we would like start, you know, every six months we would get together and we would hang out or, you know, oh, I would sit on Skype with Megan for like four hours at a time just because we lived in two separate states. And like, you just develop really good friendships. And I, and I think like even looking at the stuff on Reddit and other stuff we have, I just feel like this would be a good place for you for like a baby Dylan to swoop in. Yeah. You know, for like a lot of these other, these other babies to kind of swoop in and, and to have like a little group of you that are supporting each other because. Yeah. People, I see people in our discord always like checking in on each other. Yeah. Like the same few people. Yeah. You like always I would, join our discord. I would love for you to do that and just share the things that you're really into and, and get some of the, the, be- the benefit of people that are kind of spread out across the world that love the same thing or interested in the same thing or have the same sense of humor is that you really can develop these intense friendships and you just never know where that's going to lead down. You know, these are people that you get to visit people. You guys can have little meetings and gatherings and like, 
I just really, I really do believe in like the internet does a lot of bad things sometimes, but like connection is the coolest thing it does. And when I think of every important person in my life, besides people I went to college with, and there's like two people that I like from college still, they are all internet related. Like back in the day, we all just used to fly to Nikki's house Mm -hmm. because his mom was cool with it. We would fly to Nikki's house. It would be me, Josh, Leisha, um, Brooke, um, like a bunch of people that were beauty people back in the day. And we would Mm -hmm. all just be like, you know what? New York, September, that weekend of September 15th or whatever, we're all going to like hang out and show up. And it's like you create your own little like gatherings almost Mm -hmm. of people that you just, you have inside jokes and you've been talking for months and, uh, and I think having people to talk to that are supporting you, that are also going through the similar, just a similar time in life, which is all of us. Like, I still feel a lot of this stuff, even at, th- at 32 right now, where it's like, you just, if one thing goes wrong or two things go wrong or three things go wrong, it's like, what, what am I supposed to do with my life? Because it seems like right now there are three parts of your life that are kind of out of order, right? There is, we have relationship stuff and, not having much experience there and feeling lonely and isolated. We have friendship stuff, which is just hard to stay in, in contact with people that you have these similar life experiences with. And and then you're living at home because it's hard to find a job. So there's the financial aspect, there's a friendship aspect and a social aspect and like a romantic yeah, thing. Yeah, just feeling stuck. And so I think, I think because <clears throat> all three of these areas you're feeling unfulfilled in, it just feels like endless. Like what is the point? And I think what I would say is, you need to open yourself up a little bit to focusing on one of these at a time, not feeling like yeah, everything at once. Like, so like you have to figure out what is your priority? Like what is the most important thing you right now want right now? I mean, I think... Is it friendship? It's finding a better place stuff? to live. Well, that's for me. But, yeah. but this person's priority might be like, I want to feel less alone before I start stressing about getting a job that I might not like to get out of my house. So use this time to really like, because you're not on, on wor- working or whatever, to really reach out to people and to be on top of the stuff that they're putting online, things that they're doing and, and have that back and forth. Maybe ask someone out to go get coffee, blah, 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 and, or just be there, have a movie night, whatever it is, and start getting people together or going to meet people up when you're going to see music and developing some of that and make that your mission for like the next three months. I'm focusing on really building friendships and making friends, a core mm-hmm. group of friends. And then the next three months, I'm going to really focus because I already have those that friend group there. I'm going to really focus on getting a job to get me out of my parents' yeah, house. Yeah, I feel like the boyfriend should be last. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. I, I do too. But again, this, you know, I think that's going to be the most fulfilling for you. And then once you start like, because you have friends now that you can bitch to about finding a job you hate or working at a job you hate, which makes it somewhat possible to even do a job you hate. So you can work your way up through that job, make more money, move out. And then you have a place, you have friends, you maybe even have a roommate that's one of the friends you've made. And then at that point, when you start to feel secure there, then you move on to the romantic relationship. So it's just figuring out what order do I want to do this in? What are the building blocks? And how much time can I dedicate to each one so they're building upon each other and supporting each other? And then I really do think that like if you break that down for the next year and like have hope and like really like, you know, try to find good people to surround yourself, but also again, dig into the BB groups for that support to start you off. Um, I really do think that this is the kind of stuff that you never know what will change in a year. You know, you never know, you never know how, where you're mentally going to be after you just start checking off some of those boxes. Yeah. And, you know, for me, it would be like moving out first. Like I'll just fuck it. I'll work shitty jobs for the next three months and I'll work all the time, yeah, not talk to anybody so I can move out. What they went to school for, um, yeah. and start like looking at other more populous areas, like 
cities. I don't know where. In yeah, it might. You, are, you know what? It might be like okay, I'm gonna work two or three jobs. Look for getting I'm a roommate save too. for the next six months, and then I'll use that as a way to move. So then I can focus on a friend group in a place I want to live. Right, right. So again, it's all about literally just figuring out the order you want to do it in. And, and attack. there's no right or wrong order. It's just no, no, no. figure out an order and go for it. <laughs> but like treating it almost like it is your mission mm-hmm. for a certain amount of time. Like I know that three months feels like a long time. But when you think about like the past three months, it goes by so quick. And so it's like if you're just focused on your one thing, then I just think it'll it'll build upon each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you I die in water beeps? Yeah, girl. Now, let me go get my own water. You keep talking. You want me to read the next question? <laughs> yeah. All right. So this next subject uh, says relationship expectations. Okay. You choking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, girl. What happened? I don't know, girl. I was... Hold on. Cat got your tongue? No, girl. I just think that the spirit was speaking through me. Yeah, and told you, you know, to shut the fuck up. No, no. The spirit <laughs> told me you weren't paying attention because you were looking at naked photos. The spirit was oh, speaking was through me. And because of that, my human larynx is not used to the godliness that just took, took it over. So All right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so relationship expectations. Hi, Megan. We met in New York City this past summer, and I gave you a little book from the Buffyverse. Yes. Oh, the, I we, remember. I think you're a dancer. Uh, I met him outside of the hotel. And yeah, she says, and we got to chat outside in the beautiful sunlit patio of your hotel. Yes. A lovely day, Keith. And he was running late, too. A lovely and I felt, day. And I felt so bad. <laughs> Keith, I would love to do the same with you, but I'm busy. Please stop asking. <laughs> he was one of those people, legitimately, that I met, and I felt like I met a friend. Yeah. Like, they're just, you know, sometimes you meet people, and it's like, maybe they watch you, and sometimes it gets... It's not that it's like super weird, but it's like clear that like, oh, we can never really be friend friends because you see me as like right. an idol. An other, yeah. An other. And so I can never feel comfortable around you. But this was legitimately someone that I was like, I feel like they would be hanging out with me and Nikki and right. Akila and everybody and like fit in perfectly. So good job on your soul. So uh, this person goes on to say, I had a gentleman, by the way, my gender pronouns are they, them, there. Okay. Sorry. They, them, there. Uh, Tell me, so I had a gentleman tell me this morning that he was turned off by our conversation last night. Mm. I was confused. Let's have some context. I've been chatting up this fellow for a couple of weeks now from an online Facebook group for fabulous homos. Okay. And we hit it off immediately. Love it. Uh, We talk almost every day. We've shared intimate details. Mm -hmm. He insists on FaceTiming. <clears throat> which feels old-fashioned to actually talk to someone given our generation's penchant for text-exclusive conversations. I love it. I think this. I think from this, he concluded that we're heading towards slash may already be in a committed and monogamous relationship. Oh, that means a jump to committed and monogamous. I think it would be fair to say maybe you're inching towards dating. I mentioned to him offhand that two other people and I had plans for a threesome. All from the same Facebook group. Yeah. <laughs> and people he's openly <laughs> flirted with online. He now won't talk to me. Oh, no. I think I pretty much closed. Wait, wait, wait. I think I pretty much. I think I. Pr- see, oh, God, I'm getting lost here. You scared him off. You scared him off. I think I pretty much know what to expect going forward, but I'd love it if you folks could discuss the importance of sharing relationship expectations, yes, opening up about fidelity within closed and open relationships, and responsibilities we do slash do not have to someone we barely know. He seems like a good friend yes. to have, and Lord knows I'd love some sexy time, but it 
isn't really worth it if he has feelings for me that I'm not reciprocating. Yes. Sidebar. There is an age difference. I am 28 and he is 23. But age isn't always relevant when we're discussing open and mature communication skills. True. We also live close enough for him to drive up for the weekend but not see each other all the time. He's an amazing drag queen and he's got a nice dick. (laughs) Chiseled facial features. Oh, now we're getting to the fan fiction erotica part. Looks like he was cut from marble. Yes, tell me what kind of marble and where. Hope all is well and that dog is too much, but like (laughs) lube, too much is almost enough. (laughs) But like lube, too much is almost enough. Wow. Sam, a longtime listener and fan. I have plans in 2018 to use more lube. I've never really used lube. I mean, I I feel feel like he said it all. Oh, I think you're uh, you're more mature. I do have questions about (laughs) most people. uh, Well, specifically, like you know, I may or may not be like flirting with a sort of non-monogamous sort of scenario, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that's the most roundabout way uh, of saying. You know, I just have questions. Fuck someone else. (laughs) I just have questions about like. So if I do want to go see someone else, yes, what can or what should or shouldn't I tell them like on a first date? Like, should I even before we go on the date say, hey, I'm seeing someone else, but we're open and I'd like to take you out? Oh, that's so complicated. Because I feel like that is going to severely limit my chances of dating someone. But I also don't want to be... Deceptive. Deceptive. Not that I feel like not saying it is deceptive yeah because i feel like if we are just dating then we are just dating so are you talking about telling the person that you're dating are you talking about like are you talking about like the primary or are you talking about like the the person that you're gonna go on a date with so you're thinking like so before you go on a date with someone yeah you're trying to figure out when to tell them that you're actually in an open relationship right like is it wrong of me to not mention it on a first date or two because we are just dating. It depends on where someone is and how much they know about open relationships. Because I could say, because I can say that if I'm not in a place where like... Like I feel like if things were to get physical, I I would be open about it. Because I could see someone who is like going into it with the intention of like, oh, I'm looking for like a monogamous situation. Yeah. I think that's something... I actually... Oh, I don't know. Because I'm trying to think of how I would react. Like if someone that I thought was single... And I'm like looking for a very specific thing, and we go to get coffee or a drink, and then halfway through, you're like my girlfriend. It do- if it immediately feels like, wait, what? Like it kind of shocks you out of the right. like glow of meeting someone, and and you, you almost feel like, oh wait, are you lying? Like there's all these questions that come up that are very negative. Yeah, yeah that like that almost weirdly taint the experience. Yeah. But also at the same time, if someone comes up to you initially and lets you know that they're open, then your expectations might change. Like yeah, I might become more. I might become a little bit more closed off to you if I'm looking for a monogamous thing, right? Whereas like I might be way more open if I think there's a chance to have the thing that I want. So I don't know. I guess it's yeah. It's, up, it's, it's a weird. It's a delicate balancing act. Yeah, because it's like. like do you? Because if the person doesn't know much about an open relationship, they might have all of these misconceptions about what it is, and they might completely cut off the opportunity for it because they're like, oh, that doesn't really fit in with what I know. But if they know more about it, they might be more open to like, oh, I know what that is. Cool. So maybe it just comes down to how you approach it. There was actually... Like if you feel like you're just... You if it feels like you're destroying in the middle of a date, hey, I have a girlfriend, that's super weird. Remember that but there message has, I got You have once? to be like really confident with it. I read you. Hold on. Let's see if I can find Oh, it. yeah. There was like a girl that just like attacked you on a dating thing. On a, you want to, a, it was a, like a, someone a, that swiped on him knowing that he was in a relationship, that it was open. 
and then deci- decided to use it as a moment to like, let me write you my fucking thesis, my dissertation on why open relationships and polyamory is fucked up. And I just, I just needed to tell some like, and here you go. And I'm going to black, you know, I just yeah, need to yeah, say yeah, it. It's like the most closed minded, like, f- Hey, I saw you, the, the life that you're living and uh, fuck you for that. Here are some of my thoughts and I'm out. Something. I just had to say something or you could not girl. There are a million other people in Los Angeles. You could just be like, Oh, I'm not looking for that. Like, if I'm not looking to be in a situation where there's another person, I'm just going to be like, mm, not really my okay, thing right so now. Okay, so here's the conversation. This is just on uh, some dating app. Okay. Um, the first message is, why, just why? <laughs> so I respond, why what? She says, what is this polyamory shit? Well, first of all, Google's free, but you literally read this to me while I was laying on the couch, fucked up, because I remember I was like, uh, she's already pissed me off because this is already so antagonistic. Yeah. That it's like, I can already, first of all, beyond this, I wouldn't want to date you anyways, bitch, because you literally <laughs> sound like someone, I mean, you can't say that, bitch, but I can say that, bitch, is like, hey, bitch, I'm I'll talking, I'm talking bitch. through you, so it's not you really saying, bitch. Hey, bitch, uh, I'm not in the mood to fight today. Like, they just look like someone that wants to fight, and that's how they feel like love is reciprocated. So... I would just respond with like, who are you? She said, what is this polyamory shit? I was, and I'm not even like necessarily fully involved in this where I'm just sort of You're just exploring and seeing how it's Which going. Which first yeah. of all, the way that you respond is so calm. And I feel like yeah. if she would have come with me, why, 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 what is this polyamory shit? I said, Google is free. Have a nice night. Like I don't have time for this motherfucker. You know, yeah. she wants to be pissed. So continue. So she says, yeah, what is this polyamory shit? I said, it's not for everyone. No problem. If it's not for you with a smiley face, she says, which is the nicest way to respond. She said, I just don't understand why you two can't just be happy together as you two. Okay. Stranger. Isn't that the point of being in a relationship? All right, stranger. Um, I say something along the lines of, well, the, I, I'm the happy. We were like, we're the happiest we've ever been or whatever. Then she was like, then just be together. Don't broadcast your <laughs> <laughs> your desires on here. <laughs> oh, on the dating app where you're supposed to list what kind of dating you're looking for? Don't tell me what you want. And I just kind of go into like the specifics of, <laughs> you know, responded, the LOL. things we're exploring. Oh, my God. Um, Just kind of explaining it very <laughs> calmly. Then very she's calm. like, whenever I see profiles like yours, I have to say something. Dating oh. is hard enough. You make cheating look acceptable. Get a job. Get a fucking hobby. So Whenever you, make I, date, you make cheating look acceptable. First of all, said. it's not cheating, you basic cunt. Because <laughs> literally the, the... the Which I explained to her. I'm like, cheating... The basis of cheating is lying. And if you're not lying about the fact that I'm yeah. going to date someone else and you also both have decided that that's acceptable within your relationship, that's not... Cheating, bitch. Get a dictionary. Jesus Christ. So I said like a few more things like cheating isn't cheating. And if yeah. you're aware of the, the, the you conditions sound, in which you, you agree to. You sound like the, you may yeah. have been cheated on before, girl. And I'm going to tell you therapy is important. She said, then I was like, um, I would recommend you looking up books or even YouTube videos of people engaged in, in this thing, you know, if only just to learn more about it. And she yeah. said, good luck. And then blocked me. <laughs> I will have good luck, girl, because you know what you're doing instead of having conversations with dudes that want to fuck you on Tinder? You're sitting here yelling at people you don't know about things that have nothing to do with me or with you, with any of us, to be fair. But like, wow, just looking for a fight, girl. 
Just looking yeah. for a so fight. So let's get back to our Just determined to not care what question. you were going to say. Yeah, yeah. Just obviously. You I could have given her, you were like, here's a work cited n- page on how you can learn about mission. this. Yeah, <laughs> she, yeah. she was just like, no, fuck you. Um, All right, bitch. Don't learn then. Stay miserable, you fucking cunt. Yeah, I'm mean, so mad. <laughs> God damn, girl. You're mad, more mad than like, I am. I just get defensive, <laughs> Beavs. It's like, why can't you just let people live their fucking lives? Who are you to come in and say, well, your relationship must not be that happy. Why can't you just be together? Bitch, you like legitimately... you know nothing about girl, either of us. it reminds me of the conversation from uh, the previous week where it was like when people say things to me on the internet about myself that don't know me. It's like someone in a car pulling up, rolling their window down, being like, hey, I'm going to go get coffee. It's literally <laughs> like, okay, you've just given me a, something, a fact, an acknowledgement of something. Don't know where that fits in with my day. I don't, yeah. like, I'm not quite, am I, do you want me to go get coffee with you? Like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, do yeah, you yeah. want an, an advice on what kind of coffee to get? Like, you're just saying things that have literally no weight because you're not a friend or a family member and or anyone I'm invested in in the yeah, world. You're a you fucking stranger. You when the aliens care. come, <laughs> if the lasers come down and they kill you, but I survive right next to you, I'm going to, I'm going to move on fine with my day. <laughs> I'm not going to think about that moment in flashback dreams. You know I mean, what I'm I'll saying? I'll think like, like, oh, that was horrible, oh, that was but really also, horrible, like, but I will be. Uh, oh, thank, I thank God I'm so thank lucky. Thank God it wasn't me. Now, if you were a friend <laughs> or someone I loved, I would be heartbroken. But see how I have no connection to you? <laughs> think, think about that when you tell me something I don't need God to fucking damn, know. Girl. You're welcome. So, yeah, about expectations and relationships. Oh, yeah. I don't even know what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> You started asking me questions about your personal life, and I went. Well, it, it, it was just the fact that this oh. guy was. Oh, my friend from New York seeing some other guy. Here's, okay, I'll give you the rundown. Told him that he was seeing other people. You are. You are. 100%, and now it doesn't talk to him anymore. Yeah. Well, fuck that, dude. Listen, you are a hundred percent correct in that when you meet someone, I think one of the biggest mistakes we do is lie about who we are, what we're doing, what we're interested in, because down the line they're going to find out and be hurt by it, as opposed to just knowing up front. And so if you feel comfortable doing something and this is someone that you aren't officially in a relationship with and you tell them and they get so upset they stop talking to you, that's not someone that you want to date anyways because they're not even open yeah, enough to realize they're not even open enough to realize like I've known this person for a few months not I emotionally really, mature to handle it. I really don't have a claim to their life. So when you when you start to get to know someone before you're dating them and even while you're dating them what you're really doing is existing in a world with them. You're not trying to make everything about what you want. So it's like they're doing their thing. They have their likes. And sometimes those things work with you and sometimes they don't. But like mm-hmm. you have to let people be people. And so when we stop seeing individuals as like having autonomy and like having their own things outside of us, we start to merge into this like, well, we have to be together on one mind, one fucking little hive mind all the time. It's like, yeah. no. You're separate people. You go through separate things at separate times, and you just happen to be making the choice to be together. Before you get there, before you have any kind of commitment or monogamy, you have to understand that like everything that's happening in their life is not about you. You showed up randomly in the middle of someone living something, mm-hmm. and you're mad that they've continued doing that thing. You didn't request that they well, like didn't, you said, it was, and that's like up to them. It, it, it came from an expectation this person had that yeah. wasn't communicated. Fair. A lot of people feel like... A lot of people feel like everyone has the same... You can't read your mind. Uh, you know, a perspective that they do, right? Oh, we've been talking it's on like, Skype oh, for two weeks, for so two we're weeks, dating. So now That's, we're dating. No, you have to communicate no. that. Because two and weeks on Skype to you may be dating. Two weeks on Skype to me might be a pen pal. And then, like, 
you know, if you go on six dates, even then you might still not be no. on the same page, right? Yeah. It's all about being on the same page and where, and that yeah. only can really happen with communication. And that can change. Like, and it doesn't make everything like a failure just because like, you're supposed to know people. You're not supposed to know everyone for forever. Like enjoy the time that you have with them. But yeah, I just think like if I show up and I meet some guy and, you know, I'm mad because I just met him today, but he has been on two dates recently with someone else. That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. I don't know you well enough to even have the conversation. And the conversation that we're having now, I'm not even communicating the thing I need to communicate what I want. I'm mad about something I wanted that you didn't know I wanted. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and like and that's said, immature. Like, and I understand it, but... That person has a little bit more life journey to go on yeah, before... Yeah, there's some grown-up that needs to happen. Yeah, that you two would be ready for each when other. When they start seeing the world as like, oh, hey, time <clears throat> didn't stop because I walked into the picture. I've walked into someone's life that was continuing before me and is going to be continuing after me. If he's uncomfortable with a threesome, he could just say, hey, I'm kind of uncomfortable with that because I like you and I, I want to move forward. And either you're going to say, no, I've already planned this. This is not a priority to me. Or you're going to say, hey, I know I like you too. And like, I'd be willing to explore and take a break and maybe mm-hmm. approach the threesome later. Like, yeah. There are conversations that should be happening, not like, oh, that thing felt weird. I don't like it. Or, fuck, or you should be like, can I join? <laughs> is there yeah, a foursome yeah, yeah. possibility? Right. So it's like you just, you want to, and the reason you want to put stuff like that out there is because you want people to know who you are, what you're interested in, so that it doesn't become like you just wasted three or six months with someone and they had no idea that you want to have a threesome. Like that's something that, that's a conversation that should be happening early on. And it doesn't, it's not a make or break whatever for a relationship, but it's like if you didn't disclose that, then it's just gonna be hard early on. Yeah. How you feeling, girl? Good. Yeah, I'm going to move on to the next question. Let's more, do one more, more question. All right, girl, I think you'll appreciate this. I think we're giving good advice today, girl. Uh, yeah, I feel it. I feel it. in the mode. It. It's like a little rainy yeah, you outside. you are in it, girl. I feel... It's a real... Uh, not a sunny day. I feel like the Lord is speaking through me today, girl. Subject, my dad is a piece of shit. Oh, join the club, baby girl. You ready for this one, girl? Yeah. Hi, Mom and Tanjas and Daddy Keith and the illustrious <laughs> baby Margot. I think they're all competing with each other to see who can say the nicest thing about Margot. And even when this bitch dies, you still will be opening these letters to Margot. This is Liv writing, the one who calls her butt a peach. But unfortunately, <laughs> I don't really have a happy slash funny email this no. time. Last night, my mom came up to stay with me in my apartment because she found out my dad was having an affair. My parents have <laughs> oh been married. Oh my God, you're, are we living each other's lives? Continue. My, my parents have been married for 32 years. Mm-hmm. They've had problems before, but seemed to work it out. But this time she found out the old fashioned way by reading his Facebook messages that mm. he was having an affair with a family friend. <gasps> my whole life has been spent with my parents being my rocks. I am an only child, and they've always been there for me. My dad recently dropped everything at work when I passed out on a train and spent the day with me in the hospital. Mm. And my mom had been there for me since the moment I started therapy and had to come face to face with my history of trauma. This is definitely more a question to Mama Tanjas. That being, how the fuck do I survive this? Mm. My dad has always been my idol. He's always seemed like such a good and steady man. He was there for my mom when when she had a mental breakdown and took care of me while she got better. I could keep listing, but the point is he's been a really good and loving dad and always helped to keep our family steady. Mm. But my mom is She's my a other different half. relationship with him, yeah. Um, but my mom is my other half. We're two sides of the same coin. I would do anything for her. To see her going through this because of him makes it so hard to even consider talking to him. 
We still haven't talked, even though he knows I know now. Mm -hmm. I just feel like the world I woke up in yesterday is not the world I went to sleep in. Everything has shattered and changed, and nothing is... This is a real happy podcast. Oh, my God. Nothing is the same. I'm graduating in May, and my mom and I are planning on moving back to Spain for at least a year, Mm. because there's no in fucking... No way in fucking hell that I am moving back into my childhood home after this. Mm. I'm a survivor, and so is my mom of darker and harder shit, so I know I'll survive. Mm-hmm. But I just don't know where to go from here, so any advice would be helpful. I'm sorry for much love. Oof. I'm sorry for the rambling. Much love, Liv. Damn. Wow. This is like... Touching there's on a so many little too many parallels, parallels. there for you. So I will say real quick, yeah. Before you go ahead, because I gotta go pee, and I know you <laughs> I know, got some shit like, to say. You'll be talking for a while. <laughs> Look, I don't know. I always try to approach something like this, saying you don't know what the relationship was like between anybody. Yeah. Even if you are their child, and I'm not saying I'm not giving excuses. He what he did was a fucked up thing, but I don't necessarily think it makes him someone who's evil. <clears throat> I think it makes him someone who fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the other things that have happened. And I know like in regards to your father and he's done a lot of other shittier things. Yeah. But that, the, you know, re- the not... reaction of the, the dad to what he's done is a bi- big telling thing. So what do you mean? like, so if your dad is, is apologetic towards you for what he's done in your mom, that is a big difference between that. And then my situation where my dad right, like, right, right, completely right. denies everything, even though there's like video proof, right, audio proof, exactly. photo proof, text proof. So I don't proof. know the, those details, but it's, if he yeah. is coming clean or if, if there is some sort of acknowledgement that mm. he fucked up, like, you know, I don't know if you have to hate him as much as you want to. True. Um, but again, if he people. turns around, it's like, yeah, fuck your mother. And, oh, yeah, then you know, cut him off. Like, all right, see Absolutely, you later, bro. Yeah, like, no, nah, fuck you. You're a bad person. Yeah, no. I think you and I agree on that that yeah. point I'm gonna by go a lot. Pee you're going to go quick. pee? Yeah, but let it out, girl. Okay. Let it, you it just, Keith is like, I just want you to cry, but I don't want to see it. Don't <laughs> fucking turn my knobs, girl. Um, I hope you pee with the door open, too. Cla- classic, classic Keith. We're at that point in our relationship where he just pees with the door open now. Um, Okay, so I have so much experience with this. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start. First of all, let me start with saying, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I know that this is a life-changing thing. It feels so hard, especially when you have friends that aren't going through it. I feel like anyone will understand. It involves everything that you thought you knew changing, the way that you saw your place in the world and your family changing. Um, you become aware that your, your life is not going to be the same that you've maybe pictured in certain scenarios. Like for me realizing, and my case is way more far gone, far, far gone than this, but realizing that like, I, if I ever got married, like my dad's not going to walk me down anything. <laughs> like there's gonna be no first dance. Like that was really hard when I was a few years younger and watching all my friends get married and have their family celebrate and realizing that your future now looks different. Do I think that's where you are in this? No. Do I, do I think that it's very possible for you to give your parents the space and the time to feel the way that they feel about things without losing a relationship with your father? Absolutely, I think it's possible. I think that the greatest thing that my mom has ever done in, listen, the situation with my parents is not even like, I really thought like this shit's over, it's done, we're through it. And, you know, I don't know that that's the case. Like, unfortunately, it depends on the fucking day and I can't predict the future and it is Mm -hmm. what it is. It's not my relationship. I'm back, by the way, guys. Yeah, he's back. Um, But like, 
my mom, the greatest thing she's ever done is let me know that like, regardless of if she ever forgives my dad or if they're friends or if they end up back together or whatever it is, she will never, um, she will never make me feel bad because I don't have any, uh, connection to my dad. Like it will never, you know, even in my conversations with her, because I always want to let her know that, listen, you're, this is going to a process. Like you're going to wake up some days hating dad, loving dad, hating that you love dad. Like this is, it's going to be a thing and I'm here and I don't ever want you to feel like you can't say anything to me, but you need to know that I'm done with dad. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the reverse. It's like mm-hmm. as if your mom was me and you were your mom. So the best thing my mom has done has just let me to have the space to feel how I, I feel, but also, um, you know, you have to realize that your relationship with your dad is from a very different place. This is someone that you grew up that was protecting you, that, you know, you've known your entire life. This is someone that your mom met and fell in love with. And that relationship is very different. Mm-hmm. And it's a different choice. It's a different connection. And they see a different side of of that person. So whereas dad might be the greatest dad in the world, dad might be really shitty to the person he loves, you know, mm-hmm. or or vice versa. So you just never know... People, we are different people to everyone around us. So the relationship and who I present myself or how Keith sees me is probably different than how my mom sees me is different than how a teacher would see me. So there, we have to have space for the fact that everyone has a different connection to people. You don't have to, I think it's perfectly fine for you to express to your father when and how you choose that you're disappointed in what he did, that you feel conflicted, you feel hurt on behalf of mom, you're angry. Those are all completely normal emotions. And I think someone who did something horrible that feels bad about it, outside of the fact of if he ends up with this other person or not, the fact that he acknowledges that what he did was wrong, I think that that is a good sign because... That is someone who has done a horrible thing. And your mom does never, never has to forgive him no. by any means. But your mom also has to understand that you have a connection to your dad that's outside of her and that there is a way to have that relationship and to be respectful to the parent that you are on the side of, um, you know, and you'll probably be closer to your mom. You know, you'll probably have more of that connection because this is this is a betrayal for everyone. Uh, and it might take years and years for your dad to even repair that. But I think you're just moving forward going to have to understand that it's, there's no perfect way to do it. But at some point, the ideal, if your dad is, realizes that he did a horrible thing and really does hate that he hurt someone that he loved, even if he did it, the ideal world would be uh, you in the future having a very close relationship with your mother, having a relationship, if not a close relationship with your father being able to mention their names within ear distance of both of those people without it being an issue because everyone realizes that like, I don't have to forgive this person, but I also understand that my child has a different connection to her father and that's not necessarily connected to how he treated me in a relationship. And if you grow up and your dad does a bunch of other shitty things, then at that point you can say, you know what? No, fuck you. You're kind of a shit person and you, you continue to do this stuff and you know, lesson learned. But, um, Yeah. I think all you can do is support your mom, but also, you know, be very clear that like, I, I want to try to forgive dad one day, or I want to have a conversation with dad. I want to have a connection with him in some way. And so, you know, navigating that is going to be a process for me too, but it sucks. I'm going through it. My parents were together for 38 years and they're, it's an awful thought, but there are many times where it's just been so clear that like, you know, if he just wasn't around at all, like life would just be better for everyone. And he's old. And so it's going to happen one day. And I just don't think he understands that, like, I'm not going to be his funeral. 
mm-hmm. you know? And like, so it's just like such a short term thing that he's done. The way he's reacted is so crazy to me mm-hmm. that it's like literally no one here has ever told you you had to be perfect. Mom would have, for, would have forgiven you for everything. You just had to say, I did this. I'm sorry. And my dad literally can't stop drinking long enough mm-hmm. to like stick with the nice guy shit that he tries to say in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's like he has a few drinks in him. And he's like, well, what's the, what's the point? And it's he like he sabotages himself. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like everyone here, not that I would have been fine with you cheating on mom and doing all these horrible things, but like at least I would have seen a person that gives a fuck that wants to change, that can transition into something better, that ha- will potentially learn a lesson. All I see is someone who literally the idea of being questioned is so frustrating to him that he just wants to like disown people and hurt people and whatever. And it's such an immature way to look at the world. Like just acknowledge you did something that hurt someone else and live your life however you're going to live it. But if you can't even acknowledge it, then yeah. you have there's no hope for you. So why are you going to fight for someone that doesn't even fucking isn't going to try at least to show that they care. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my dad has, has had so many chances, probably will continue to have fucking chances of just like, you just have to do like, the, like literally the least amount of work. Mm-hmm. Like that you just have to say like two sentences and just shut the fuck up for a day. Just like let it settle. And he can't even do that. And so it's like, we're all rooting for you, but literally you're making it. So no one's going to go to your funeral and no one gives a fuck about you. You're making it easier for my mom to not love you. Male toxicity, girl. It's it's just like too proud to stubborn. Be wrong. Yeah, and he's gonna die alone because of it. Yeah, and that's um. I think that's I think just think that's a tragedy, but at the same time, it's a tragedy. It has no bearing on my life because my mom has always let me know that whatever I choose to do, whatever relationship I choose to have with my dad, I can have or not. She understands it. And that is the greatest thing that has completely mm-hmm. allowed me to be like, well, I, I understand that you still care, but fuck dad for forever. And my mom doesn't yell at me for it. Mm-hmm. She gets it. It's just, she, you know, she has her own life. So you ready to tuck them in? Girl? Yeah, I'm ready to All tuck right. them in. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> these little stories. I probably said way more than I should have about my family, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm saving the really good stuff for the book. Like who he's fucked. <laughs> Oh my god! And how much you paid him? Um, listen, I. <laughs> oh, God bless! I feel so free all of a sudden. I need to order fries. Listen, if you like the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Adventures in Roommating. Share it with a friend. Bring one new BB into the family. Ask your questions. Uh, you can send us an email at roommatepod at gmail or you can go to adventuresinroommating.com and there's a form there. Please, you know the rule. Don't say your fucking name if you don't want me to say your name because I'm going to say your name. Okay? Okay. Kill it. Uh, we also have our Patreon BBs. This is a tipping reward site that I keeps the podcast free. I just read the email where you uh, declined my Venmo request. <laughs> Got an email Did too. Did you know that if you decline someone's Venmo request for money, it doesn't text them to let them know, but it does it send an email. It didn't for me. Yeah. It does send an email. Uh, so Patreon's tipping rewards site keeps this podcast free as fuck, bringing it to you twice a week. Um, and we have some BBs we have to shout out. We have Carlos, too many C's, too many A's, too many R's, Carranza. <laughs> we have some, I really hope that you all meet at a BB gathering one day and you literally like, oh, Carlos, Car- oh, too many C's, too many A's, too many R's, Carranza. <laughs> like, I just want to hear it so bad because I can't say any of your names without these weird little names. Oh, yeah. We have Samantha. The truth is out there vetting. We have Gina, please make a, an appointment soon. Wartman, we have Priscilla, Queen of the Desert Ramirez, and we have Eric, you know, not nah, me know. And it's time for the tucking in. Is it when we fuck? What is it? I love this song. I'm in love with a model. I follow that bitch on Instagram. 
Amelia Duncan, JK, Dean Downer, Julia Biggs, uh, I can't read, Tarika Santiago, Jimmy, Cody Astolosa, Sam Broder, Ricardo Brajas, Delia Adams, Jason Gonzalez, Becca Murray, Mandy Arthur, Kyle Eakey, Dylan Waterbury, Ky- uh, Kate, Kate, goddammit, and Kyle Englishman. If I didn't read your name, it's because you're not right with your lawyer, your credit card provider. Your pledge is going to get declined, and it makes me sad because it makes me think we're going to make more money than we do. Every month when I'm paying my rent. <laughs> you just got to make a love musical out of your life, girl. I'm, it's it's not a great melody, I'll tell you that one. But the bass line is, is on point. Listen, you can find me making time just on most things. You find me, Keith, at a crew on most things. Keith, W-O-A crew on Twitter. And you better show this to at least one friend. I don't care. Lock just your mom in a car friend. make her listen to it, okay? Do it. Yeah, All right? Let us know like, how the, any do, of your... Do what your mom did to you as a kid. Like, say you got to go to the bank. But leave her ass in the car. Oh, yeah, leave her ass in the car. And then oh, turn this podcast to on. Too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you say, I'll be right back. Correct. And then take an hour. Correct. Listen to a new episode of ours. Yeah. They listen to an this old episode of ours. This is perfect for times when your parents neglect you, but you also don't want to go want into the store that they want to go. And I want it uploaded. I demand it. I better see. I don't non-Snapchat, so I don't care about Snapchats, but there better be snaps if you listen to Roommate Pod. There better be Instagram stories if you listen to Roommate Pod. I better be tweeted videos. I better see it live streaming. I better be in your goddamn ear all the time, forever, for always. <laughs> okay, and don't girl. listen to your parents. All right, and don't girl. listen good to your night friends. It. Let's good okay. night it, girl. Shit. Okay. Okay, good night. Good night. <laughs> hey, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye.